Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Hey there, welcome to the Prosperity Practice. Welcome to uh, the Voice of Generation, Brandon Hanley here with Jeremy Todd from uh, the positive side and Adam Walton, who is the new kid on the block, but he's been behind the scenes for quite some time. He is actually the guy that uh, I first had my coaching experience with, and I think, Jeremy, you did as well. Absolutely. Um, closer. He, closer. He, uh, he is a cleat, right? <laughs> for sure. Uh, but he's the guy that got me and Jeremy, you know, podcasting and you know coached us through the very beginning so while jeremy and i've been podcasting for a couple of years now adam is taking the plunge and uh he's, he's starting up his own so is it the mental mastery alliance adam i think i think so that's that's been the name of my company for a long time um but yeah it, it, it may sound funny to an audience you know uh me being the new guy podcasting yet i got you guys both into podcasting years ago <laughs> Right. Uh, the the, uh, the the reality behind that is I'm not you know I wasn't you guys you guys had an idea both of you had an idea um, all I was was the voice that pushed you into making or to, into taking action. Sure. Um, and and we connected with uh, the man uh, the myth the legend uh, Sam Crowley on the Every Day is Saturday. Uh, For sure. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, and, that, and that was the tie-in. But you guys you guys were both um, amped to be a big deal. Uh, you just n- neither one of you had taken that step, and I was just that. That gentle whisper in the wind. Yeah, that horse whisper. <laughs> I like how you, I like, I like you insinuate we're a big deal now, too. Well, you are a big deal, of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I love it. That absolutely. Works. absolutely. Um, and you know what? I don't think that I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff without without your coaching, right? Um, and, and Jeremy, I don't know if you could say the same, but I'm sure you would. Uh, and, and even throughout the, throughout the times, and even when you weren't coaching uh, me anyways, I was able to reach out to you and, and have real conversations and real connections with you. And so throughout the years, uh, it's gone from uh, being a coach to us uh, to developing a, you know, a friendly relationship. And I loved it. So thanks for being here. Uh, this is something, guys, um, Prosperity Practice, I'm going to let you know this is something that we do uh, you know, a couple times a month. We get together, Jeremy, Todd, Adam, and myself, we get together and we call it the PPA. The uh, what is it? The Positive Prosperity Alliance. That's all. It's PPA. PPA. It's like an IPA. It's like an IPA, except different. It's like an IPA, um, but different. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, we get together and we just kind of we just shoot the shit. I mean, I can't I can't put it any other way, man. That's what we do. We shoot the breeze, right? So we have, uh, we have the conversation, and also uh, if if you don't edit this video, they're gonna see the majority of that. Actually, you have to edit this video because I dropped a price in there before that. <laughs> yeah, I'll edit the yeah, yeah, price. Goes up. <laughs> <laughs> ignore ignore that price. Anyone listening right now? Um, well, well, you know what? Hey, let me jump in here real quick because uh, this episode was uh, I was really really looking forward to it for multiple reasons. Number one, before I get started, uh, 
you know, just to kind of piggyback on what Brandon say, obviously, Adam, you got me started. I mean, that was one of those things that sometimes you need those people in your life that, you know, it's, it's like they kick you over the edge. And obviously, you were one of those guys, get off the cliff and, the, and then jump. You know, sure, we had some bumps and bruises down the side of the cliff. But you need those people in your life to actually push you over the edge. And, man, I, m- mad love, much respect for you. Uh, you. Brandon Hanley, BFFs forever, man. My you were, you, I think you were my first guest. You might have been, like, my first guest. Why? Well, yeah, I think so. I think so. You've been on my show multiple times. I mean, Adam's been on my show multiple times, but neither here nor here. I, you know, let's quit the bullshit talking. I, I, had to, I had to get in this topic. I told you this before when I first started. Adam, Adam put it on his page. And, again, if you're not listening or watching or following Adam Walton, you got to follow him. I, I just want to hear the background, the mindset, the thought process of this comment, the very first line. I don't even want to go into the other lines, but <laughs> – God is real, and anyone who says God isn't real is an idiot. Adam, please, let's talk about that. <laughs> um, but just out of the context of of uh, the way you wrote it or read it, um, people would be would certainly question um, my motives behind that. Uh, controversy sells. Um, I uh, have lived a life where I have pushed and pushed and pushed. I've pushed people to the brink of their own mentalities um, for the sake of their own betterment. Um, and then, you know, sort of everything sort of has come full circle. Like everybody's getting offended by everything now. And, and my style of, of teaching, it was, is or archaic, is old school, um, but it's still inside me. So I can do other styles of teaching. I can, I can promote and push and be kind and gentle uh, and get inside somebody's head and make them realize what they need to realize. But there are some topics out there that demand old school come out so the follow-up to that the actual caption the full caption is god is real and anyone who says god isn't real is an idiot also the big bang happened and anyone who (laughs) doubts that is an idiot and why i put that out there is because if you can if you can insult somebody or if you can if you can get into somebody's craw and just be like uh i you know i have something to say to you right so like i already hate what you say about god is real and all that sort of stuff right If, if somebody feels that they hate that and then immediately they read a line that is what they agree with well then they're 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 instantly confused and they don't know how to feel or react because nobody taught them nobody told them how they're supposed to think when 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 instantly they're offended and secondarily they're not offended (laughs) well i love that because real quick when you said that initially i'm like what the fuck is he talking about you know what i mean i i don't know if i i'm a 100 percent believer and then i thought then my second thought subconsciously instantly i mean these things these thoughts come right through my mind instantly like is he fishing is he just yeah. trying to get that is he trying oh, to get yeah. that? and then and then what's and then initially right after that like then what's what else, you know what, what what's really the thought behind it so there's multiple things that come to the human brain instantly yeah all and i played on all of them with a, with a couple yeah, of yeah, exactly. words. that's why i loved it that's why i loved it <laughs> Uh, but that, that's, that's where it comes from. Uh, it, comes from it comes from the desire to poke uh, at people. The whole, the whole video, is it's only about seven minutes, and it's me talking about the, the audacity that anyone has uh, to believe in what they believe in, the, the sheer foolishness of their own thoughts, yet how utterly important they are <laughs> and how true they are. No matter what you believe, it is the truth because it's what you believe. It's the new information that, that, that takes over and that changes that changes that. So, I mean, even these podcasts and, and anyone that's sort of listening to the PPA in, in any sort of uh, uh, lined, you know, if you guys, if you just, if you just listen to the PPA and not all the other stuff in between, you know, the three of us are basically like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We've all got our own, 
you know, sub stories going on. Then we come together for this sort of thing. But, you know, it, we talk a lot in this group. We talk a lot about quote unquote conspiracies. We talk about God. We talk about McDonald's. We talk about it all. Um, but that to be able to, to be able to excel in life primarily, uh, you have to let go. You have to quit. You have to let go of the ideologies that have kept you locked in place. You have to let go of, of everything that you feel has tethered you. You know, we're not chained to anything except for, except for the fact that we believe that we are. And then once you can sort of free yourself from, I absolutely believe in God, or I absolutely believe in the big bang, or I absolutely believe that this is what has to happen. Once you can free yourself of that, then you can open yourself up to, well, maybe if I do this, that'll happen. Maybe if I do this, that'll happen. Maybe, maybe I don't need to fight with everybody because they have a different opinion of something. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I mean, there, there's, there's so much there that what, what you were saying, and I was actually grabbing my piece of paper to, to try and write notes because I, I, I wanted to re- reference all kinds of things I was going to say. But what you said is, is, is interesting. Your reality, and again, I'm paraphrasing, I'm going to butcher it, I'm sure, mm-hmm. is, is what you believe in. And, and I, I, think it's, it's, I, I think the human – gosh, I don't even know how to explain this. The, psychologically, the human person right now in, this, in today's world – they don't know who they are. They don't know what to believe. They don't know what is reality. They don't know what is real. They don't because every you watch fake ass TV all the time, and and the food is fake. The water is horrible. There's all kinds of other things that are brutally out there that are that are programming you and changing you who you are. People don't know who they truly are. And that's well, I, I got Jeremy. I got uh, go ahead. Say that, and I say that in generalities. I say that because I don't think. I don't think we take enough time to be within ourselves. I don't think we take enough long walks. I don't think we meditate enough. I don't think we know truly who we are. We're such a reactive society. When we see things like this and you see these shock videos, I'm, well, I'll, ter- I'll, I'll tailor it back to what your comment was. It was a shock comment. We, we, we're so reactive to these things and we're so busy reacting to believe what – are we defending what we truly believe or are we defending what society is telling us what to believe? It's so hard nowadays to understand who you truly are. And I think, you know, again, I, I get closer and closer every day. I'm nowhere close to believing what I, what I actually believe and who I truly am. Because, I mean, do you ever really believe? I addressed that as well in the video. You, you, there's no, I, I spoke of how I came from being an atheist into, into uh, religion, Christianity, and sort of through it. Uh, and that there is, no, there is no end result because at the end of the day, or at the end, like when you hit your end result, you've made it it's over now you go on to the next you have your entire life to figure out who you are and 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 that's where you head that's 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 the meaning of life (laughs) the two most important days in your life right the day you're born the day you find out why but i i think even the day you find out why is that psychological is that truly the day you find out why is that because it changes the next day that's what i'm saying so i you know, we, we go through these different things and we think about, oh, this is what I believe now and this is what I believe yesterday or last week and this is what I was raised to believe on. And, and, if, you, and if you doubt that, society comes in and says, you can't do that. So when you say that, like, you know, I was an atheist, you know, before and now I believe, are you going to change your mind in another year, two years from now, three years from now, when you get more information and more, you know, you know rea- I, 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 w- I would say like reality facts, like this is what really happened. 
what, what, and then you and then you pull in aliens and you pull in all these. I mean, there's so much to believe and think about. And then we get in these little these we get in these little pockets, and then we just say, okay, well now I'm a believer. And then if you try and attack my belief, the all the other people that are believers are going to attack what you believe. Hmm. Okay, I, I mean, can your belief even be attacked? I don't know. I mean, I, that's a great question because I think it depends how strong it is, right? Or is your should you and, and the this is the way I feel, and I don't know if it's right or wrong or different, but I'm so open minded. I don't, I don't latch on to this is what it is. I think when you put definites on anything, you are shooting yourself in the foot because there's so much information. I changed my mind a lot. You know, things I believed years ago, and I don't want to go down the political road. I used to be a diehard Democrat, diehard. And then, and then I'm like, well, none of that shit makes sense. So I changed my mind on stuff. But well, then if I agree with the, like a Republican side, if I, oh, my God, I agree with that. Well, you can't do that because you're supposed to be this or that. Why can't I change my mind? Why no. can't I be a, a, a just in, be present and no. learn it more and more and more? Noam Chomsky uh, said it best when he said, um, give the people two topics out of the 10 to talk about and give them ample room to run with it. So if there's a lot to an issue, let's take politics, for example, there's Democrat and Republican and Ross Perot. <laughs> but there's, there's um, you know, everybody's fighting over the political stance. Everyone's fighting over, like massively fighting over two pieces to a 12-piece pie. And mm. nope, nobody's addressing it. So, so no, I don't know the exact quote. I mean, I could dig it up. It wouldn't take me too long. Uh, but his quote, his quote uh, rings true. It still, it still holds value today. Um, uh, and with regards to beliefs, I mean, there was a time where all of us believed that a fat man in a red suit went down our chimneys at night in Christmas Damn time. It. And uh, it's, it's what uh, happened to that guy. <laughs> exactly. But that's the thing. That's that's. I mean, I keep I keep alluding to that because that's a huge thing. People can't accept new realities. Or at least it doesn't look like they can accept them. And the funny thing is, I mean, whether you accept it or you don't accept it, it doesn't matter. And when you talk about when you talk about what's you know what's the greatest, you know what's 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 next, and what am I going to believe in tomorrow, and what am I going to believe in? Like I was, you know, in, we have we have liberals and conservatives up in Canada. That's basically how we address them. Uh, and it's all bullshit. You know, I was absolutely anti-liberal. I still am. I'm more anti-liberal than anything else. But I'm anti all of it. I mean, the whole thing's a fucking scam. My my language. The whole thing is a joke. It's, it's, it's absolutely asinine. We have a series of people taking from us. We have a series of, of government employees that, that, that because of where we were born, because of, because of the simple fact that all of us right now fell out of a human in this country and in, within these lines, we have to pay a certain amount of our money to this system, which the majority of people will blindly defend and say, yes, you're right. I must pay my taxes. Uh, the rich don't pay taxes. The, 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 the real players in the game don't, don't, don't play <laughs> by the don't. rules. No, but they don't. We get screwed. We get hosed. And, and, and we get the fear of God. We get the fear of God put into us by the power of the government, right? Now, remember that the power of the government is an individual that's on the phone talking to you. It's one dude. One dude that woke up one morning and said, you know what? I want to work for the government, and I want to really put the gears to people that owe taxes. A bullshit number paid to a bullshit company that's a bullshit government that we we bullshitly apply that has to go towards this and and then and then what happens we pay for the roads and the schools so the money that they're stealing from us goes towards building the schools that they use to indoctrinate our youth 
No, so, so guys, guys, I mean, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm not always. I, I don't. That's why I love you on the show, bro. I love you on the show. I don't. I don't subscribe to the whole thing, right? Like, so the rich don't pay taxes because they don't. They, and and why is that? Because they're smart. Because and taxes always. So 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 they don't pay taxes because they've invested in themselves. They've created companies. They've they they've you know they've made so much money that the bulk of whatever it is that they're making, they're also giving back in some way or another. So they're not paying taxes. Just play with me here for a second because they figured out a way to create more value than taxation. No, because we think that the taxes in the government are the top upper echelon, but there are certain people. I mean, there was an episode of the Simpsons back in the early nineties uh, where they were, they were, they were the stone cutters. And he says, you know, everyone's running around calling 911, but if they're really in an emergency, call 912. Uh, and, and it's just, it's, it's the powers that be. Everyone thinks the buck stops with the government, but the government's just another, just another layer. And, and I'm not gonna, I'm not a, I'm not a tinfoil hat wearing a toity Freudy on this one. It, it's, it's, it's factual. Think about what we're doing. We're humming and hawing over bloody Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. Those were the two choices they gave us, and they wanted us to think it was real. Anyone that opens their eyes can be like, "Jesus, wait a tick, Basil." Both terrible choices. Yeah, this is not this is not acceptable. And then, but they're like, "No, no, you voted for them all the way along. These were the primaries. These are the ones who won." Oh, who told us that? The news told us that. So yeah, I mean, Brandon, I understand where you're coming from, but you know, we only know what we know based on the information that we have. Now, if we want to talk about, if you want to talk about, you know. Um, um, uh, bare, bare minimum people. I, I, don't, I don't mean bare minimum. I mean average everyday working people. You could take the book by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Right. And you, can, you could understand that the rich, the, the rich that we know, people that have you know, a million or more, just you know, those aren't rich people. Those are people that have a little bit more than us that did a little bit more simply because rich parents don't hand their kids money. They hand their kids ideologies. Poor parents hand their kids poor problems. White trash parents hand their kids beatings and cigarettes. And you can spot them. You can see them. And I'm, I'm not knocking. I'm not saying anything because there's all kinds of derogatory, derogatory terms that you can put towards anything. But when you truly see it, when you truly understand the lineage of, of what falls down, you know, it's the information passed down that creates the state in which we're in. So once you get new information, you apply it and you elevate yourself and you step up. So when the rich don't, the, the ultra rich, the real rich don't pay taxes, the ultra rich also, don't go to jail. You know who's going to go to jail? Little Joe Schmo that's got two grams of weed on him. He's going to go to jail. Mm-hmm. But the guy, yeah, the guy, the guy that doesn't, the guy that owns the weed factory, he's not going anywhere. Mm. These are the people greasing the wheels, right? But if we're not paying attention to it, if we're not looking past it, if we're if we're accepting that the buck stops here, then nobody's looking further. Nobody's looking into who who the quote unquote ultra rich are. And the ultra rich, the the funniest thing about the ultra rich is. The higher you go, the higher you go in the ultra rich. I mean, we see things like all, all the celebrities and, and the fake paparazzi taking pictures and, and invading the privacy of the, of, the, of the celebrities. They're creating this division, right? But the people with the real money, the people that own the teams, the people that are like really pulling the strings, you don't even know who they are. 90, 90% of the people don't even know who the Rothschilds are. That was my point. We don't even know. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the ultimate rich, and it's funny that this week the the top, I think the billionaire list came out. There was like the, a new billionaire or a hundred billionaire came out, whatever the number is. <laughs> That's such bullshit. That's the biggest bullshit list I've ever seen in my life because yeah. we don't know the people on top of them that well, are billionaires that, would, that we can't even talk about because they're so high up. 
And the higher you go on that, the more you realize money in it, in and of itself is the conspiracy. These people don't need money. Money's a tr- money's a money's a, a trick. It's it's it keeps people running around and it it has us attempting to create some sort of value and it keeps everybody sort of in control. But those that print the money don't need to earn the money. And that's and that's the thing. People think the banks print money and that there's this system in place and that there's checks and balances and all this crap. There's no checks and balances. There's no nothing. There's an idea that we as a whole have bought into and we accept. Imagine going over to like one of the quote unquote, I mean, as we're supposed to believe, one of the quote unquote poorest countries in Africa and being like, here, here's a briefcase with a million dollars in it. The kid would be like, what the hell is this? He'd throw it in the air and go run and play in the mud because that's what he knows and that's what he wants to do. Well, and, that, and to that to that end though too, Adam, that's what we know. I mean, that's right. I mean, yeah. the same thing with same with same thing with like you know the white trash. It's all perspective, right? Well, well you know, your, all your beliefs are inherited. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So money money isn't anything other than a belief system. That's all it is. If you believe in, in certain things, and if you believe that you have to work, you know, forty hours, fifty hours. I don't know what people are working a week, ninety, a hundred, for sixty grand. Well, that's what you believe. And then right. you have to pay your taxes. And then you're stuck in this rat race where you're paying for your house, you're paying for your taxes, you're paying for your, your kids, this, that, and the other thing. You don't have any money. You're stuck. You're not going to rise up. You're going to accept the government and you're going to shut your mouth and do what you're told. Right? So when they talk about, you know, when they talk about slavery, you know, we can't talk about slavery because, because as the story goes, whites own the blacks and this, that, and the other thing. And there's this huge divide right now about it. What they don't realize is there was that, that all of that wasn't really a thing. You know, there's pieces of it that took place in a certain scenario, but all it is is a derivative and an angry drive. It's pushing people to, 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 to hate other people based on a story they were told when they don't realize that every single one of us that isn't them is under the thumb. We are all slaves to them. And, I mean, that's a super high end, and there's a lot of people that probably just flicked off the thing right now. But there's a ton of people that know, too. There's a ton of people that are like, well, he's making some sense. Like, I get it. You know, but imagine if I said slavery was fake. Imagine the people that would be like, holy shit, slavery, you can't say that, right? And then, and then you know, this, this war starts and then people don't get a fact. They don't, they don't understand. They don't comprehend that, you know, we're all, we're all in it. We're all in it together. Every last one of us, black, white, Hispanic, all of us, we're all in it together. It's hard and, to get your mind around that, isn't it? I don't know. Not for me. I mean, I'm, well, I've, well, I've been in it for so long that, that it's, it's not hard for me, but it, it, it is. It, it is the fact that, you know, if you're black, if you're white, if you're male, if you're female, you know, if you're, if you're Asian, if you're this, if you're that, you're, we're all in it together. They're, we compete with each other because they want us to. We're dancing for them hmm. and, and we're not rising against them. If we stood up and just said, you know what? I'm not going to pay taxes. None what does of us that look like, taxes. though? What does that look like? We talk about that, but what does that look like? Like, how do you stand up against that? Well, you, you can't because, because too many people watch TV. Well, well, no, no, exactly right. But, you know, it's funny because, when, you know, I, I feel, feel that me and my family, we're the ones that are way out there. But are we really way out there? Because, you know, there's no TV watching, zero. I mean, zero TV watching. We don't even, I mean, don't have a TV in the house, haven't had one for years. And I think, I, I think you know, when we talk about this, this mental – I don't know how to, I'm terrible at describing this shit, but I, I, I think there's a big time disconnect about what we really want and what is reality. And I think when, when you separate and you cut your shit off from all the stuff that you're, what you're told, because we're always told we have to identify ourselves. Who are you? 
you're this religion, you're this, or you're black, or you're white, you're this, or whatever the case is. Did you see that TV show? Why, why can't you just be who you are? And when you, when you separate yourself and you start looking at like taxes, you mentioned taxes. Taxes, are, I, to me, I think are a joke. I, I think they're a joke. I, I, I 100% do. I think like what we have to do in society to, to maintain is a joke. I, I think we are living in this zombie world. <laughs> and again, I'm not trying to be weird or, or way out there, but the things that we do every single day are so strange and so weird. And I'm guilty of it. I go to job. I go to job. I make great money. I do what I have to do. But why do I do this stuff? And What's going to happen two years, two hundred years from now? And which is the small, tiny, tiny micro, microscope spot of a universe that's been around for billions of years. And here I am worried about going to the job Monday and trying to make this money and, and worried about what little Joey thinks down the street and, and how I feel at my job. And re, but what I, what I struggle with is, does this all make sense? Is this reality? Or do I just say, hey, I'm going to make an impact on people's lives. I want to change. I want to make it like a real impact. I don't want to work just to work. I want to be somebody. I want to make an impact and change someone's life. And I think when you get away from buying a new car, buying a new house, buying a new shirt, buying a new clothes. Didn't you just what, buy a new house? I had to. Listen, listen, listen. So, so <laughs> can, we, can, we, can we deal with like this way, though? I mean, when people are buying things, they're doing it to express who they believe that they are, right? And, and it's going to reach a point where, you know, they finally realized they didn't need to buy all these things to express who they were. One thing that was kind of entertaining today, I didn't watch any of it all, but I saw uh, Russell Brandt. What the hell's the guy that, you know, went on drugs? Russell and Brandt. Yeah. Oh, saw yeah. him today. He's just like wearing like this loopy, like, you know, jumper or whatnot. It probably was like $800 jumper, but it looked like, you know, looked like something he could have gotten at a thrift market, right? And, like he wasn't worried like so much about his appearance and whatnot. Do you get to a point where it's just like um, – I'm expressing myself however I can. And that's what the money's for. That's what people are buying the clothes for. They feel like this is the expression of their lives, but they're going to get to a point where like, I don't need these things to express who it is that I am. But isn't that wrong? Why? I mean, can't we, can't we, like we have to socially buy things to make ourselves feel better. So we look better to other people. Right. That's that's, they get to the point. They get to it. They get past that point. They get to a point and eventually they're like, Oh wow. I don't need to be buying all these things to express who I am, but they're still, you know, this is, this is the whole idea behind the science of getting rich is like, you still kind of need money to express your life to the fullest in the society that we currently have. I just, man, I I, I agree with you. I agree with you. You've got to have income. You have to. There's no question about it. But I think what happens is, in, in, and again, I, I keep saying over in this society that we are so programmed to keep up with the Joneses. We got to get this new car. We got to get this bigger house. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bought a house. We got to get this bigger house and bigger house and new shit, new shit. But we, we get further and further away from identifying who we truly are as individuals because we put these labels and these, you know, these tags on our shirts and, and the new car. But none of that shit matters. At the end, it's the old saying: When you get on your deathbed, you, you know you don't look around in the room and say, "Look at that!" You know, look at that award, look at that award. You go back to all the memories. Mm-hmm. So in, in, in the end, though, in, in the end, you talk about being in the end. If you you know you 
got what you wanted out of life, or at least what you thought you wanted out of life, isn't that kind of what it's about? Why would you, why would you, so it, it, would you ask for less than what's available? That's a great point, man. I don't know. I, and again, that's why I don't think there's any real solid answer. There's no right or wrong answers. I just, well, the, I think, the, of course, there's a right answer. There's a, there's a right answer for you. For, for, your, for you, yeah. But I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, correct. I, 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 that's, that's, I can't, I can't put that any better way because, but at the end of the day, I think the biggest impact in life is what you, again, personally, and that's why I like what you said, but personally is the impact you make on others and the lives you change and, and making people, and again, I know it sounds so cheesy and, and, and stereotypical, but I like making people happy and making people yeah. feel good. I don't give a shit what I drive or what you drive or where you are social economically. I, I don't care. None yeah. of that shit matters, but, that's, but you're right. Maybe that's just me. And, and there's no right or wrong answer yeah, to that, those, right? Those, I mean, those are those are your beliefs. Right who makes me wrong? Those are your beliefs, right? And and you know, point. those are also those are also like your limitations, right? Your beliefs are your limitations. I mean, if you believe that it doesn't make sense to have all those things, then then it doesn't for you, right? If you don't, and you don't need all of those things um, to live the life that you feel like you want. But if somebody else says, you know what, there's so much available out there, it's, it's okay to want so much because. Uh, it's like literally endless abundance, right? I mean, you talk about you talk about this space and the gap in time. If we just put this planet into perspective, um, and and you know what's available, you know, uh, to us in the whole construct of the universe, uh, there's there's a lot available out there, and and people, you know, I don't know if you've ever like walked around a dusty room, but like the more you let the dust build, the more the dust builds, right? Over week, layer and layer of dust builds. You don't think any dust has fallen onto this planet. You don't think this planet's getting bigger, like year after year. You don't think that more resources aren't falling into this planet. No, that's a good point. That's oh good point. no, here comes flat Earth guy again. Well, no, but you know, but that I I, I agree with what you're saying, though. I mean, maybe, but I, no. you know, I listened to Bob Lazar, and if you guys, I mean, big shout out to Joe Rogan. If you guys heard, haven't heard that podcast, I'm I didn't listen to that episode yet. I mean, again, I'll let Adam go off on this one, but man, I. I have I have a few things uh, to address on that. Uh, when you talk about sort of you know wanting more, um, and when you talk about the massive amount of universe that's out there, and when you talk about how uh, everything is is changing and, and how you know we've got all these resources on Earth and all that sort of stuff, um, and then and then <laughs> and then when I said no, you know your your initial your initial uh, as a joke, I mean you're an open minded individual, but your initial statement was. Um, here comes flat earth. So, <laughs> so the funny thing point. is, that's a good point. The funny thing is like when, when you think about it, right? I mean, there is, I, okay, Brandon, I will give you $50, 50 Canadian dollars. So you can buy a cup of coffee down there in the States. If you can find one picture of a satellite that isn't CGI. Okay. 50, 50 bucks. You all heard it here first. That, that, so to all you Americans, that works out to about $7 and 24 cents. I think. <laughs> But um, but there there are no single pictures of satellites. There are no satellites in space. There are there's a Tesla in space because because Elon Musk sent one there with air in the tires. Um, there is there's also no barrier. There's no barrier to space, right? There is the vacuum of space in the atmosphere of Earth, and that's it. And and people just accept that. So, you know, when when we talk about flat Earth, when we talk about this. I mean, there's there's no proof of curvature. And I'm not, I'm not sitting here like talking shit. I'm not some idiot being like, ah, blah, 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 blah. 
I tried to debunk it. I did my best to be like, you idiots talking flat earth, right? And then I realized, why on earth do I believe this story? Why do I, why do I believe? Why do I believe that the earth is round? And how did Paramount Pictures know that the earth was round before NASA was invented? Or Universal Studios knew that, they knew what the earth looked like before NASA was invented. And why did the, why did the moon rise uh, pictures you look up look up every single time that we're on the moon and you look at the earth and it's so tiny in the distance la 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 but the thing about the moon is every single time that you look at the moon it is the exact same piece of the moon looking back to you which means anytime anyone would have ever been to the moon the earth would have been effing massive and directly above their head because they're landing on the face of the moon which would have had the moon or the earth directly above them uh, but nobody can grasp that concept. There would have been no earth rising because the, the moon never did anything except for face the earth as it rotated. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a funny concept that says we did all these things. Now, why I say all this sort of stuff is because anyone that blindly believes what they were told is an idiot. <laughs> Blatant. And I say that and I mean it. Because if you don't question things, if you don't question all of it, then what are you really doing? And when you guys talked about, when you guys were talking about, um, you know, when's enough enough? You know, when do we get this? When do we get that? What do people think of me? You know, all of those, all we've ever had, all we've ever had in our entire lives is our ability to observe and reflect. So when I say something like this guy over here, this guy thinks I'm fat, right? I don't know what he's thinking. I'm, I think I'm fat and I'm using him as, as the reflector. Right? right. So there's no, there's no, there's no anything other than I can't think what this guy thinks of me. I can't, I can't do anything about anything except for address my own thoughts through, through, through masking it through somebody else. Oh, this guy thinks I drive a shitty car. So I got to go buy a new car or I got to go buy a new car to impress this guy, to impress these people, to show people where I am in life. Right. The richest people in the world wear a t-shirt and jeans. Right. So we go through these phases where we where we buy these fancy suits and we try to be we try to look the part. Right. But the richest people in the room are wearing track suits. And, you know, we, we go through these we go through these phases and it's all it's all that's inside of our head, because, again, the only thing we've ever had any certainty of is that we exist. I don't know. I don't know if God exists. I don't know if the Big Bang happened. I don't know if evolution took place. I don't know. I, I don't know if dinosaurs existed. I know a story that I was told. Right. And people can say, I don't even know, I, I don't even know about death. I don't know what death is like. And what that means is like I, my grandmother died literally like pretty much in my arms. I was, with, I was with her the whole time. And she had just deteriorated to the point where she was full dementia. And then her, her body just forgot how to run and she passed away. Um, I saw that. I witnessed that. But I still don't know what it is. It's not happened to me. So I don't, I don't know. I can only assume I know. I can only assume, I can only think what she was thinking when she was in that moment. I can only deduce from my own mindset what, what she was going through. So I haven't experienced death, so I can't even say, you know. And, and in reality now, as I look back, it's the same thing as watching a movie. You see somebody die in the movies, you're like, oh, that looks like it hurt, right? We don't associate that because that's a movie. So the story that we've been told is a derivative of this is a movie. I don't have the same feelings for this person as I do for my grandmother. But my grandmother was also a movie. Because it's a memory, it's a piece of time, it's a thing that I witnessed, right? Whether it was inside the television or, or in, my, in my reality, I mean, define reality. Reality is what you make it. Right. And so that, that's, that, I mean, that's it though, right? Quite simply, right? Yeah, and reality is. Reality is what you make it. And no matter what, if there's no, 
There's no other, like anything that anybody wants to say about reality is their opinion. And they can even say, well, I heard this story and I'm, I'm quoting this, this, and this. Well, these are the facts and the information that you collected as an individual. They are your, they have created your reality. But if I never collected those facts, even if you're sharing them with me, if I never collected those facts, they, they're excluded from my version of reality. Right. Uh, dude, this, this, this happens with my kids, right? I, and, and Jeremy, probably with your kids too, uh, especially when they're younger. One of them you know, points out something uh, that they see while they're driving down the road. And the other one didn't see it, so he refuses to believe the other one because <laughs> I didn't see it, so it didn't happen. I mean, that that is that is the story of our lives, though. And when and you that were kids, that's how you got away with beating, happened. too. Well, it also happened too. It's yeah. Reality. Yeah. Yeah. But we it's reality it. for but it's reality for one, not the other, regardless, right? But it did happen. Absolutely, for one. <laughs> well, and that, but that's but that's true because <laughs> I've even said the same thing with regards to baseball. I mean, we can sit there and we can watch the exact same game with the exact same everything, mm-hmm. but apart from each other, not even six inches apart from each other, your reality says this sucks because my team lost, and my reality says this is great because my team won. Yeah, your experience. I mean, it, 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 it all depends on you know, your experience, and your, your experience is back to you know, what you make of it, your reality. You make it. It's all in your mind. When we go back to reality, I don't want to let this go. <laughs> I want to bring this back to you, Adam Walton, because – I'm just curious about your opinion. Straight, straight question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, is God real? <laughs> I love the question. Um, it's a I love big the question. question. It, well, it is a big question, right? But yeah. So many levels, too. Man, so many levels to that question. Well, so my – in the video that I posted, I went into a little bit of detail on it because it's one of the topics. I mean, like when you when you start a podcast, why not start with God? <laughs> God is real. Religion's real. You know, death, tax, and politics. Let's go all of it. I'm I'm hammering it out. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the impolite topics, and I want people to be aware of them. But is God real? Um, you know, we talk about the Big Bang, right? If you don't believe that God is real, and you do believe in the Big Bang then you essentially believe we all came from nothing. Here we are. Look at us now. We're flying through the universe. (laughs) Sure. Why not? God also said, let there be light. And there was light, which could theoretically be a big bang. Um, Our universe started the minute we were conceived. So us as an individual, us as a human being, we exist the minute Seed hits the egg. That's reality. That is that is life. That is us. Um, and and that and then from there the creation begins. We create. Well, I love, well, I love what the you're creation of the universe. Of course. Well, our, for our universe because because yes. it's our universe, right? Because, because Brandon, you and I, and Jeremy, we're all living in the same universe. I, I here's a, here's another sort of just, uh, just an aside on this one. The three of us are talking about wealth and we're talking about this and we're talking about how do I acquire this and do that and is it important and all that sort of shit. But the reality is we're three douchebags talking over expensive equipment to a bunch of other douchebags that are listening to us going, shit, <laughs> you know? Totally. So not to knock our audiences because we appreciate all of you. but I mean, <laughs> Ourselves too, right? Yeah, exactly. If we sit back and look at it and go, fuck, you know, like, here we are. This is what we're doing. Um, so, so our problems, our problems are like, maybe my Wi-Fi is not cool, you know, as opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to like, I'm not going to eat this week, you know? I, right, right. 
So back to, back to, you know, the real, the, 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 the question at hand, you know, is God real? Um, I'm going to piss off a lot of Christians when I say, yeah, but he's inside of us. Um, well, how does that, wait, so I think all Christianity says that, that God's inside of you. No, uh, so you're, you're I am, I, no, no, no. Or so, I am you or I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am me or I am you or. So I think it's just, I am. I am. So I am but, sure. Yeah. I am. But, but I, I, I I think that it's possible that Christianity has also misinterpreted some of their own documents oh, throughout the whoa, years. Whoa, whoa, Don't ever say that to a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I learned I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Yeah. So, so I recently came across, and like uh, this is a, a gentleman I, I told you guys about, Len Wright, um, and he introduced me to the four levels of understanding. Are you familiar with this, Adam? Is I'm that not. The same, is that the same as the Ruiz, the, the four agreements? Oh, no, dude. Oh, um, so the four levels of did understanding. You, did you just poo-poo Ruiz, the four agreements? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that is literally um, one of the greatest yeah. books ever written. That's what he says. Look, he says it and then he goes dark. Eh? He's just blacking out. Yeah. Of I'm out. <laughs> so, so listen, so listen, four levels of understanding uh, scripture, right? And this is uh, uh, from a uh, Hebrew perspective, but it obviously, you know, uh, wasn't the first testament. You know, isn't the first testament that's I don't know what the first step, but it's you know, Hebrew. Uh, so 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 the first level of understanding is simple or direct meaning, the literal principle. Um, the second one is hints or the deep, allegoric, hidden or symbolic, meaning beyond just the literal sense. The third one is uh seek, the comparative uh meaning as given through similar occurrences, and then sad, which is the secret mystery or the mystical meaning as given through inspiration or revelation. Most people are stuck at plain, the direct or simple meaning. Very few even go to allegoric, let alone the other three levels of understanding. Well, the simple meaning, when you get in the simple meaning, people are going to automatically justify it to what they believe and what they think. Which they can do. But that's uh, – if and, and now this one comes from Bob Proctor. Like Bob Proctor is always talking about – and I, I don't know that much about the Bible at all, right? But he's always talking about the, the Solomon and saying when Solomon said – and all you're getting, and all you're getting, get understanding, right? So what he's talking about though is get understanding beyond the literal principle. Get understanding beyond the allegoric. Get go beyond. You know, you've got to go beyond. Just like what Adam's saying here, like this is what you've been told. But what's behind that? What what's more? What's the next level of understanding beyond that? And this is this is what I'm saying in in, in regards to. Uh, has the Bible just been, you know, everybody's been taking it so literally for so long, they've forgotten about these these four levels of understanding. That's a great point, man. I love it. I love it because I, I don't think anybody understands it. I think um, I think you're exactly <laughs> right. I, I think people just go along with what everybody else believes. And, and I know I don't want to try and simplify it, but I think that's reality. It well, makes it, me feel makes them feel warm the, the, yeah they're comfortable they're, they're comfortable with like the straight bold text right it's it's oh, yeah, when you yeah, start yeah. to de- it's, it's when you start to deviate and try to read between the lines and make all the connections to everything else that's there then that's when people are like yeah i can't i can't go by that i can't find that i can't find that connection for myself and i have never experienced that connection for myself which is why when adam when you're talking about god inside you know, god is like a personal god man you're a personal god right god's inside and you, or, or if you say like the universe, everybody's a part of the universe, right? Or if God's inside of you, how you you and God apart? You no, I, I asked Jesse Cole when he was on my show, 
Uh, if you haven't heard Jesse Cole, check him out. He's a great dude. And I asked Jesse when, on, on, the, on the show, I said, Jesse, what, what does God sound like? Mm. He, he always says, you know, well, well, God, and you hear people talk about it all the time. Well, God speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, well, what does God actually sound like? Because God's never said shit to me. Never and again, I'm not trying to say, again, all the Christian people, I'm not trying to be blasphemous or disrespectful, but I, I don't, what does that sound like? And he said, and it was interesting, he said, it's, it's, most of the time it's in my voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if God is in your voice, is that your subconscious? Is that what you know is right or wrong? Is it God? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what. But the answer was, but it was a great answer to a tough question. What does God sound like? Because I hear that shit all the time. Oh, the the Lord came to me at night and he told me the whatever, do whatever. I'm like, I don't understand that. But he had an interesting perspective about that. So it made, it made sense, I guess, to yeah, him. Absolutely. Some people also don't want to um, take on their uh, their own power. So for me to say God said that, then you know it's a lot easier than than oh I said that and I made a mistake. Or well, it's very it's, it's very it's very red uh, it's very matrix matrixy right very red pill uh, blue pill that once once you determine that God's inside of you or that you're God or you know that that's all kind of like you know once you determine that you have a couple of things that you got to ask yourself you got to say um, do I accept that or do I go take some Xanax do I go do I, you know, do I try to defeat that? Do I get that out of my head? Because I can't accept that. Because if I go around telling people that, then they're going to think I'm crazy. Well, I, I think also, real quick, and then I'll let you jump in, Adam, because I think the other thing is when you start going down that road, you start getting into groups and you start getting into other people that are like-minded. And then, the, and, and then you, you're, you're, down, you're down that funnel of whatever, I mean, I'm just so, so bad. It sounds it sounds so bad, but you get down that Jesus funnel, and and, and, the, and the closer closer you get, the faster faster you spin, the more and more you're in it, and then it's on. It either kicks you out or you you go yeah you away. fly out or you're yeah. deep into it. And 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 I can I can attest to that because I I went through that and and the thing is like it kicked me out, but I, I don't know maybe I hit a windshield on my way out or something because <laughs> I'm not in the funnel, but I'm I'm staring at it. Um. So what do you mean by but guys? What do you mean by staring at the funnel? So uh, clue me in on that. What you're what you're alluding to there? Well, okay. So uh, you know, I, I love how this this actually this whole conversation is wrapped around that one post from 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 me the other day. Um, but I was like I said, I was an atheist. I was an atheist, and then more and more it made it, the evidence of the devil and the evidence of evil and the evidence of just just disgustingness on the planet. Mm. Um, you know, uh, ritualistic things that are going on and, uh, you know, government bullshit, taxation, you know, all these things, they were leading, you know, leading down, down a certain path. And you like, you just see it. I mean, you look at the queen, you look, you look at the queen, for example, talking about um, poverty and she's sitting there in front of a giant gold piano. Same thing with, with right? religion so, and Catholic. I mean, you know, yeah. Well, the Catholics are burned down. I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem with insulting the Catholics, um, just because that you know that I- ideology is is so archaic. I mean, the, the Catholics prime example of the Catholics right now, and to any Catholic listening to this, why do you accept that your priests have to read the Bible to you and that you're not supposed to read it? Like I just that that one just really irks me. There's so much of Catholicism that is just uh, not right. And I speak and and by all means, uh, anyone listening to this on any you know any of the the the, the channels. 
uh, by all means address me. If if you if there's anything that you want me to clarify, uh, I will debate. Um, I have that time. <laughs> but but um, the the what I was what I was actually getting at was that um, what the hell was I getting at? Uh, okay, so so God, um, when I when I when I needed Him, He was there. How do you know it's a Him? And well, because I I put that in my head. God to me literally is the dude in sandals with the with the big white robe and the long uh, you know he's got he's got the skullet so he's bald on top with the you know Family Guy Family Guy's version of God that's my oh yeah yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah that's oh, my yeah, God yeah. that's great and why not you know why not and everyone's God can be absolutely anything but when I think of God that's the one that uh, that that, well, that why why is that why does that have to be a male and and I think that goes back into the societal issue thing that why is God male. Why can't God be a woman? Why does God have to be either one? Well, God is Alanis Morissette, right? <laughs> Very well could be. Yeah, well, I don't know. So, so, so I mean, God is quote unquote God looks like, but what we're told is, is, is God is a he. He's wearing sandals. He's got a white beard and white hat. And Jesus is a white guy with a brown beard and long brown hair. Yeah, Jesus what? is a white guy in the Middle East. Uh, I, I don't get uh, it. I don't get it. And again, it's no disrespect, but just someone but that comes, that comes from it. To me. That comes from it too, because when I went down there, I mean, I had my questions. I had my questions, right? And then, and then they they bastardize the information that they give us. So the information that we have, why on earth, why on earth would I be accepting of a, of a white Jesus in the Middle East? Why on earth would I be accepting of a white Jesus? Yet he is what is representation represented uh, everywhere. So I mean Christianity, and they bow to this, and and I I also like I don't believe I don't like the idea of of, of a false god. Now I again I will attest to the fact that when I needed him, he was there, and that's him. family guy. Family guy, God was there. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of a funny thing actually. I remember God was trying to impress him in one of the Family Guy episodes. God was trying to impress this girl, so she's trying to have a smoke, and God oh that's God, God, oh, God, Jesus. God, God hits her with a lightning bolt to strike the smoke, but he, he oh yeah, and he goes Jesus Christ, start the car. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? Start the car. Oh God! So that's blasphemy. Right. Not right. I don't, I, I don't think so. I think the beauty. I think the the true beauty is that um, over the past like hundred years and 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 change, is that um, uh, people are, are are beginning to see uh, religion, Christianity, God, in a new light, in a light that's much more personal than it's ever been. And I think a lot are breaking away from tradition because they're finding uh, what's true for them, and and they're able to they're able to find solace in, in groups like you know what we have here. They're able to go to Facebook. They're able to go to more local groups that are more accepting. We live in a more accepting uh, time and place, I believe, uh, than we ever have before. Um, and so I think that's awesome. Well, does having the God just psychologically make our our subconscious self feel good that we're, we can rely on somebody, which may be our subconscious self, to have these conversations with, hey, I screwed up today. God, how do I make things better? And your subconscious self says, you know what? Yes, you can make things better. Right. But, we, but, we, but as society tells us, it's God, it's Jesus, it's praying above to some higher power, whether, and maybe that higher power is within ourselves right. that is already telling us what is right or wrong, but we have to put a label on it. I agree with that too, though, because, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't stress enough. The minute you 
stop trying to control everything. Oh my God, life gets so much easier and so much more fun. Completely. Um, you know, I there was there was obviously a huge time in my life where it was very important to me what people saw thought of me, what how they you know how they viewed me, what you know how how everything was. I had to be in control of conversations. I had to be in control of what you know everything. And then you realize you know, none of it's real. None of it's real, right? So when you say you know is there a higher power? Can I believe in this? Can I help that? That's it's one of them. It's one of the avenues. It's one of the ways that you can you can distance yourself. Now there's other people like you see the bumper sticker. I go, don't worry, Jesus has the wheel. I'd be like, I'm backing away from that car. Well, so and then, so so I th- I think that um I like the concept that Jeremy's throwing out there, and that one was kind of introduced to me through uh, Florence Scovel Shin, which is another like uh, new age author from like the fifties. Um. And, and that's what she talks about. Those like you when you when you throw away like all your problems to God, right? Like we all know that it doesn't do you a bit of good to worry about something, right? So if you and you throw your problems and your worries to God, you're essentially putting it to your subconscious, right? And saying, "Hey, look, I'm going to put my worry here and let that work itself out." Because I think that we all know that if you put your problems with your subconscious and you just kind of walk away for a little bit, and like you know, two or three days later, like the solution pops up from your mind. Right. Like, I mean, so that's, that's what, and, and so is that God? It always was going to pop up. Well, well, that's a great point too. But the deal is it's, it's like you're talking about if you're trying to control it, if you're sitting there trying to push it and prod it to happen, that's, that's, that's like a surefire way to make it take longer. I mean, it's gonna, it's, if it's going to pop up, it's going to probably pop up just as fast if you let it go with your subconscious. That's such a great point. And that's almost tying exactly what Adam's saying and what I'm saying. Absolutely. No, uh, totally, 100% that's a great agree. combination. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I just get, I, I get upset and I get, and maybe this is my frustrations coming out with, and, and, and this is what I love Adam's topic. This is exactly what it's the, the post was intended to do was to get people fired up. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve in the, in the entire universe. Uh, and I, I don't have a lot of them, but I got a few of them and it's, it's it's the and I'm going to say Christian, Catholic, Muslim. I'm going to pick I'm going to pull all religious societies all in one big box and say, "You know what? When when the shit hits the fan, all these people have they want to back their thing, they back their 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 point and tell why everybody else is wrong or and and why they disagree and why you're wrong and then they go to church and they pray for the forgiveness. And all of a sudden, life is good again, and and, and that shit just wears me out, man. It wears me out. Well, I mean, the, again, stop focusing on it, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, I don't focus on. It. I guess it's just when they when they come up when I watch, you know, when I have friends that go to church every Sunday, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you know, they're the nicest people in the world, Monday through Friday. But you know, reality, it's like it gives them a, a you know a get out of jail free card. It's uh, I'm a dick all week. I'm an asshole all week. I don't mm. help poor people. I talk shit about the the less fortunate. But I go to church on Sundays. Yeah, look good. Yeah, but again, like uh, you know what, man? Um, that's uh, again another line that I got from like uh, Florence Scovel Shin, and it also ties in um to I'm reading the uh, I'm, I don't know if it's gonna be reversed or not. Like I'm doing the uh, 21 indispensable qualities of a leader. Uh, and Florence Scovel Shane, uh, you know, talks about. Is that John uh, Maxwell? That's not John Maxwell. Yeah, it's, yeah, John Maxwell. So, That's for, his new book? no, this is an older one. I got the leadership downstairs. Um, the in in Florence Scovel Shane, she talks about uh, a practice that is in the Middle East, and that, you know, talks about probably um, 
all the I don't even know, but she would say they, they walk by and they salute each other in the Middle East and they just say, so basically, namaste, I see the divinity within you, right? That's that's what they say to each other. And that's what namaste is. I, I salute, isn't that what namaste is? Like, I, I see the light inside you or whatever. I don't but, know, but that makes a lot of sense. And I right. like the way you said that too. Right. So, and, and then the other one is because it's not religious geared. It's just, I see the greatness within you. Right. Right. So, if you walk around and you see everyone as, as divine, then everyone's divine, right? Um, and then, and then the second part is, is it, it's the same thing. It's just said in a different way from uh, John Maxwell: is put a ten on everybody's head, right? One of the best things you can do for people uh, is is um, you know is to put a ten on their head. Uh, and then the best thing you can do, right, is uh, the greatest good you can do for another is not just to share how how rich you are, but to reveal them to theirs, right? So. If somebody doesn't see the divinity in themselves or whatever, it's kind of like up to you to show that to them. Makes sense to me. I mean, I, I, mean, I love the perspective too. Uh, you know, instead of focusing on everybody else, you focus on yourself and, and, and hey, I have greatness within. Mm-hmm. I believe everybody has greatness within them. Mm-hmm. Um, people are on, this, on their own personal journey for a specific reason. That's right. You might have judged for them for their journey. You know, you see people right. that are homeless or – Drug addicts, drug addicts, or millionaires, whatever. Everybody's on their own journey. Yeah, we all we all have greatness within, right. and you're here for a specific reason. Who am I to judge? Right, and I mean, you know, if you believe in all all this stuff, I mean, you keep coming back until you figure out why the reason, what the reason is. Right. I mean, that's that's that that's it. That's exactly uh, right. It's, it's like you know, it's like Groundhog Day except for like longer uh, episodes. <laughs> I need one of these microphones like you got with the, without the. What do, what do you call this thing here? Like a spit thing? I need to get one of those. You guys the are way fancier than the I pop, am. The yeah. pop screen. You guys are way fancier than I am. But, uh, you know, uh, I'll wrap my end up. I know you got to get going, Brent. I'm yeah, yeah I got to get going. I'll wrap mine up. I'll let Adam wrap his up. But, you know, again, you know, I just love this podcast so much. And, and, and I need this podcast just to vent <laughs> my own mental demons. Sure. Yeah, I was driving to driving through downtown Fort Wayne the other day, and I'm I'm going through poor neighborhoods, and I'm wondering how people got to this point in their lives, and 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 why are they still in there? And because what's, they, Jeremy, they haven't been shown better. They haven't been shown a better way out. I, I, yeah, but but is that their journey? Is that why they're here? And 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 yeah. maybe they'll they're never meant to shown another way out because this is what they're here on this journey to do. I don't know, man. Yeah. I I don't know what the answer is. But that's what we're here to do, and that's what this show's all about, and that's why I'm glad I'm on with you guys. So, I mean, I think that's a, there's a, like another quote on that one, right? It's like you know, it's not your it's not your job to understand my journey; it's, it's mine, <laughs> right? Or oh, something exactly. along those lines. Exactly, man. So, so like you know, instead of trying to get people to understand what it is I'm going through, I'm not. I like I, I think I'm past that point, which I which I really enjoy. Right, just being like, look, you don't need to understand what my journey is, and and I don't necessarily need to share it with you. Um, but I do, uh, I, I'm here to listen to you and, and understand what your journey is about and how can I help, you know, how can I help you get to where you want to be? Right. How, how can I add value to your life today, Jeremy? Right. That's, Great that's... Question. <laughs> I love it. All right, brother. Well, listen, Adam, Adam's been having some type of technical difficulties. I think he was having some Wi-Fi issues. So he has dropped. It's Canada. Uh, it's Canada. It's Canada. You can't, uh, you can't trust me, him. But it's Canada, I guess. Um, let me make sure that I've got his um, mental, mental mastery alliance Let's see if i can get his site up um and share that jeremy where can people find you brother 
Well, you know, like always, man, it's, it's the Positive Side Podcast, JeremyTodd.com. We're going to work on that a little bit here, so that's kind of under construction. But Jeremy, JeremyTodd.com, the P- Facebook, I'm all over Facebook. Search Jeremy Todd, search the Positive Side Podcast. Appreciate the shout out. And, and, and real quick on the last episode, Brandon, I'm sure you haven't listened to it, but I gave you mad love on the last uh, episode, and I uh, totally stole your topic. I loved it. It was amazing. What was the topic? It was the three people you never forget, something along those lines. Okay. Three types of people you never forget. All right. Dude, it was so money. You shared a post on one of your pages. I oh, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I absolutely stole it. Absolutely loved it. Good, I had man. to go. I had to do an episode on it real quick, but awesome. money in the bank, I appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you. Wait till this Friday. I think uh, I've got like my super favorite one uh, coming out Friday. Talks about um, talks about the three different ways to view a genie in the bottle, right? Uh, a lot like a lot like uh, like we were talking about tonight, like you know God within or whatever. But like you know, what's the idea sound like if you're actually the genie, right? And like you know. It, it's like the first wish you make, you jack it all up, right? Anyways, go listen to this 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 Friday. I think you'll really enjoy uh, the three different ways that I proposed to look at uh, the genie in the bottle. I'm pretty excited about it. If you're looking for Adam, who can't seem to make his way back onto Zoom, you're going to find him at the Mental Mastery Alliance, uh, Mental Mastery Alliance, the Mental Mastery Alliance.com. He's also got a podcast up. You can find him on Spotify. I'm pretty sure he's on iTunes or he will be there soon. And uh, for myself, you can find me over at prosperity-practice.com. I'm pretty excited. My website has been updated. I'm feeling uh, much better about sharing that with people. Uh, <laughs> you know, we talk about we talk about it here today, right? Like, uh, you know, it's we want everything to kind of look right before we send them to some places, even though that's not 100% necessary. I knew it wasn't necessary, but it doesn't change the fact that I feel better that it looks better. That's it. I agree. All right, man. Well, that's going to cut it right there for us on the well, yeah, is prosperity practice, the PPA, and anywhere this goes. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.